Frank here. They say a medic is the heartbeat of the city. They say the sirens are the sounds of angels piercing through the sky as they rush to give the living a little more time. More time in this temporary place before they really go home. I may be doing God's work, but what the fuck is God's plan for me? Why does he consistently torment me? I am on the edge and this city's eating me alive. I want the chief to fire me. No! I want the chief to set fire to me. <laughs> yeah! If I can't get Rose's image out of my brain, I'm going fucking burn it out! Burn! Let it burn! Woo! Woo! You hear those sirens, baby? I'm coming home! Six for a zebra. We got a John Doe who suffered cardiac arrest after eating three dozen donuts under the subway. We need you on 32nd and 5th Avenue. Marcus, I think I need a fucking coffee. I'm feeling a little lightheaded. Nice. <laughs> Are you gonna intro us or no? Are you gonna keep going? Yeah. Alrighty, well, welcome to A Voyage Through Film. We're joined here today by some lovely people. We got my boy over here, Marcus. What up? Yo, what up, huh? And then we got my boy to the right, <laughs> slide to the left. You might see him, Joshy baby. Boom, sliding. <laughs> Hell yeah, dog. Mm -hmm. All right, and we got my homie sliding mm -hmm. right through, Danny. Slip sliding, slip sliding. <laughs> Woohoo! Electric groovy baby, <laughs> join in. Ooh wee. Ooh wee. <laughs> we sliding today, baby. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> so we got to work on our transitions. <laughs> Oi, well, that was lovely. Thank you for that. Uh, and we're continuing on Nick Cage month. Yeah. Because what? Every day is his what? <laughs> birthday. Hell yeah. Happy birthday. That's right. Every day is Nick Cage day, baby. <laughs> what did you guys call him last time? His Lord and Savior, I think it was. Our Lord and Savior. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we got Bringing Out the Dead, baby. 1999. Yeah. Uh, Marty score. Um, <laughs> Who would have thought? This is a classic. Yeah, the first time we've done a Martin Scorsese movie. 
please welcome Marty Score. Marty Score says, <laughs> "Hello, uh, Mean Streets, Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, Goodfellas, Age of Innocence, Casino, Kundun, The Departed, <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street, Killers of the Flower Moon, The Legend, probably the best filmmaker of all time. I'll just say that." I don't know. He's if, one of them. I don't yeah. know. Who, you can't top him. Can't top him? I don't know. He's the best. I don't want to try right now. Yeah, I don't think you can. And he's reunited with <laughs> um, Polly Shrades, uh, who directed yeah, wait, our yeah. last one. Was it their third movie? I think fourth, because the first yeah. one is Taxi Driver, which this movie has a lot of Taxi Driver vibes. Yeah. It's basically like Taxi Driver with an EMT. Well, that's... <laughs> isn't that the whole thing about Paul Schrader? That's his thing. Is it, Every movie it's Paul the, Schrader It's writes. Taxi Driver. It's just Taxi Driver. But it's a priest or a Taxi Driver, but it's <laughs> a guy with PTSD. Exactly. <laughs> Last Temptation of Christ, Taxi Driver with Jesus. Look <laughs> how he wrote that. Jesus. He did write that, I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Um. Yeah. No, he loves all his movies to be basically Taxi Driver. Nighttime. Odyssey. It's in a good way, though. In a great way, and it's got the religious themes going on. It's so good. It's so well written. It's adapted from a book by Joe Connolly, and yeah. uh, it's got an absolutely incredible cast. Oh, are you ready for this? List them. Nicholas Cage. No. Patricia Arquette. Ooh. There she is. John Goodman. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Reuniting from uh, Raising Arizona <laughs> with Nick. <laughs> Ving Rames. Who saw that coming? A young one. Love him. <laughs> when yeah, he showed right. up, that I was hair like, too. I was like, I didn't know Carl Weathers was in this. Yeah, I was like, who the hell is that sexy motherfucker? <laughs> nice. Turns out it's Ving Rhames. Yeah, who knew? Uh, Tom Sizemore. Mm. Yeah, that crazy motherfucker. Yeah, right? The- is this post um, Saving Private Ryan, right? Yeah. Right? Uh, or no, what, was it Saving Private Ryan? The same year? I thought that a was year or two, right? Half, is- yeah, maybe a year before. was late 90s, right? Yeah. Fun same. fact, Tom Sizemore was paid in cocaine for this movie. Oh! <laughs> no, he was not. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> it's like paying an elephant peanuts. So we called up Tom Sizemore. We were like, uh, Tom, will you do the picture? And he said, um, only if you pay me in coke. We said, all right. Send him an eight ball a day. And, yeah, uh, he, came, he, he finished his scenes in three days. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure make sure you put somewhere in the script that can kill Mark Anthony, please. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I Jesus really want to kill Mark hate Anthony. That guy, my wife loves him. <laughs> Apparently according to according to IMDb trivia, Tom Sizemore and Mark Anthony did not get along on the set. Bullshit. And, oh, really? Oh, really? And, and almost came to actual blows. No, so, you're lying. No, I'm serious. Is, I was yeah. just joking. Okay. Like, it was I don't just know if I'd get along people. with Tom Sizemore. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? 
That is crazy. That's crazy. He seems like not the easiest guy to get along with. Who? Yeah, Tom I can imagine. Mark? Tom Sizemore. You don't think Mark, so? bro. Tom Sizemore seems like a crazy motherfucker. Absolutely. In real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like if you only play like crazy ass characters yeah. really well, you must be a little. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> It's like, why do they keep casting him like that? He's probably just kind of like that. Yeah, I'm sure he's a prof- he was a professional actor, but <laughs> um, Mark Anthony, as we just mentioned, yeah, I had no idea. I dream along, as uh, Noel. We got Cliff Curtis, mm. as Psycho, my boy, uh, the, that guy the was New great. Zealand and the Oasis. Yeah, he yeah. always plays like a random weird villain that's always awesome <laughs> yeah he does he's great uh we got sonia song from um uh you know her from the wire she plays kanita size oh uh, yeah they had a couple girl. people from the wire they yeah the guy with the scar on his face oh, oh he died recently i forgot his name mm, talking about the guy that got shot in the yeah. movie yeah. yeah, yeah. Michael K. Williams. Michael K. Williams. Yeah. Yes, Michael K. Williams. Another young ass Michael K. Williams. Yes, easily looks. The oh, he's same, so good. But super yeah. young. Uh, we of course had an amazing director cameo, Martin Scorsese, as the <laughs> as the dispatcher. Zebra sixty three. Zebra sixty three. Yeah, that was yeah. him. Yeah, that was him. I got the a other... suicide opening up his arms over here. There is another dispatcher, though, that mm-hmm. um, our boy is in love with, and that <laughs> is played by Queen Latif. Yeah. Yeah, she was good, too. Yeah, the she was, like, helmet. the one that Ving Rhames had the crush on or whatever. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I like to make her wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then he gets, like, mad excited, and he's like, please don't take it. Like, We're taking it. <laughs> Immediately crashes the car. He's like, yeah. That's so great. Oh my god. Uh, this movie was fucking nuts. crazy. Queen Latif. Yes. Uh shot by the legend Robert Richardson. Nice. And you know Did it. Did he just do like all the Martin Scorsese stuff? He started with Scorsese with um I want to say Casino was their first one okay. together. And he started with Tarantino on Kill Bill. Oh, nice. He had a huge run. He started out with uh, Oliver Stone. So he shot nice. all the Oliver Stone classics. Born on the Fourth of July, The Doors, JFK, Natural Born Killers. Nice. And then oh, he yeah. hopped in with Scorsese in Casino. Casino, Bringing Out the Dead. Uh, the Aviator. Oh, uh, hell yeah! Started doing all Tarantino stuff and Glorious Bastards. Jeez, Shutter, legendary. Shutter Island, Hugo. Oh, he's like multi award winning. He's a fucking legend. He's so good. Django, nice. Hateful Eight. I mean, all of Tarantino stuff. Like all the best looking stuff from like the last thirty years. Seriously, he also That's shot all. Air. Oh, nice. He, he does like I know I didn't see Air. <laughs> He also hey, does. He also does like random blockbusters, like The Equalizer Three. Nice. Like, yeah, sure. Uh, he's so sick. Now I gotta see that. I skipped that and one. I, f- I feel like he's really known for like these really blown out, like glowy highlights. 
that he makes like look really good. He does something with like some lens filters and it was like perfect because it matched that kind of like uh, taxi driver look too with that kind of stuff in the streets totally with all the lights they take yeah and he takes it up so heavy with like all the car shots like with all the white lights like just blowing them out yeah. constantly and it's like definitely this like kind of biblical angelic thing that they're going for but he just does that okay, a lot yeah. in general like if you watch movies shot by him especially in the 80s and 90s it is tagged as an easter movie as an easter story oh yeah yeah. i didn't get that by (laughs) (laughs) it was edited by uh... thelma shoemaker too of course he's like longtime editor oh yeah edits all his stuff right to this day i think Really nice. Um, but IMDb describes it as haunted by the patients he failed to save. A monumentally burned out Manhattan ambulance paramedic fights to maintain his sanity over three increasingly turbulent nights. Yeah. And uh, IMDb gives it a 6.8. Oh. Oh, wow. Low. That's low, I think. Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 73% fresh. Nice. And seventy. I guess that's yeah, just a little bit better. Seventy percent audience score. Mm, so yeah, no, no one's like really hot on this movie. I guess it it was a box office failure. Flop. Also, it flop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can definitely million. see that. They put fifty five into this shit, and they got like sixteen back worldwide. Well, I'm seeing thirty two million budget. Wow, <laughs> it said estimated fifty five on IMDb. I don't know. Oh yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's right. I think I did read that. Um, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot. But it makes sense. They have a studded cast. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, they marketed it as like this, like fun, you know, almost, almost like car chasey, you know, great pop soundtrack. Oh, wow. Almost like the kinda, soundtrack was so weird. Almost yeah. kind of like almost like a yeah. dark comedy. <laughs> like you're you're hitting all these crazy wacky characters. And you got like a pop soundtrack going the whole time, and it's like fast paced in the car, and then yeah. people like saw it and were, and were like, "Oh, like horrified." Yeah, what's with all the like, Rolling uh, Stones? Uh, it's classic. <laughs> classic Marty. Classic Marty. <laughs> it does have a, a like hilariously '90s soundtrack at times. <laughs> yeah, there's like <laughs> there's a couple like, of like REM and like Ten Thousand Maniacs. Like, yeah, it's just, like, super, like, generic 90s stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're... Thrown in at, like, some... weird times. <laughs> I know. I don't know. It was, that was, like, a questionable part to me. I don't yeah. know. There, there's, like, a... The whole thing is kind of, like, a drug, like... Like, it's, like, how they, they almost get high off, like, saving people and stuff, too, and they're taking yeah. care of all these fucking drug addicts. It's like, a drug. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you just gotta admit that we're God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit it. I'll admit it. Yeah, no, I'll admit it. <laughs> I do like that. I like the addiction thing. Apparently, it was a tough shoot, too. It shot, like, pretty much all at night. Super cold. Windy. Marty didn't have mm. the best time. Damn. No, Marty didn't have the best time. <laughs> That's what he said. Little Marty out there in a huge jacket. And then huge jacket curled up like, <laughs> do it again. <laughs> yeah. 
And he had so much coverage. I feel like the shots are insane in this movie. And there's so many of yeah. them. There's like time lapses and every kind of car shot. I feel like you can imagine they do in this movie. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. They even it. get bored and they get the very, like one of the last like big car, car shots were like, they were showing the car, the ambulance driving away. And then they flipped the frame upside down. And then you see oh, the yeah. ambulance still going down the road mm. oh when it comes the, it comes yeah. towards the camera and then the camera does like a 180 vertical yeah, 180 flip. <laughs> it's upside down now yeah that was yeah. great they I just get, they started getting creative there that's how many shots they did where they were like all right well let's just flip this shit upside down and get a new one <laughs> <laughs> that's funny way it's to look just it like the shot it's just like the scene with the uh, with arquette you know, in the hospital, did you guys catch that scene where the edit is like they just panned three times to different shots of her face? Yeah. You guys remember that when they're <laughs> sitting down? Yeah. That's I another love that. reason. It's like overshooting almost. Like there's so many frames. Mm. <laughs> so many different. He put a lot into it. He put a lot yeah. into it, a lot of energy into it, into like making it as dynamic as he possibly could. And it's like kind of like coked out, hallucinogenic. As he could, like I you're feel saying, like he was on yeah. drugs. that was my take from the end of the movie. He took this on drugs. <laughs> I feel like ni- I feel like nineties Marty was just coked out. Like, yeah, his movies are, like. were so fast paced. Then, like after Goodfellas, mm-hmm. he was just like, I'm a fucking nut. Like I can do <laughs> no wrong. And there's like there's like so many whip pans in this movie. There's more whip pans than like fucking <laughs> Shaun of the Dead. I was like, damn, Marty went in on the whip pans in this movie. It's like every shot. This is yeah. like Crank before Crank. <laughs> this is the movie Crank before the movie Crank. <laughs> yeah, you forget that Martin Scorsese kind of like started that trend of like being so yeah. coked out, like with the camera, like it can just fucking go anywhere, and it's like always moving, like oh, punch in there, whip pan there, fucking like yeah. hyper yeah. intense and like. Yeah, it's it's so good. Um and um halfway through just cuts through to uh <laughs> fucking Joe Pesci stabbing a guy. <laughs> I, I wish. <laughs> I wish. That's what this movie is. <laughs> right yeah. Joe Pesci in an alleyway just getting the stabbing yeah. a guy. It'll just yeah, hole. it's just them zooming around in an ambulance and then it just cuts to Joe Pesci. Motherfucker, motherfucker, <laughs> fuck, fuck. And then Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Oh, their city's unforgiving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Let's go. All right. Let's get into it. So we got a we got a Thursday night in New York City, and our boy Nicky Cage and John Goodman are running amok in an ambulance. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and uh, we learn uh, he hasn't saved anyone, he, even though he says that he's really good at his job. I'm really good at my job, but <laughs> I haven't saved anyone in months. It's <laughs> like, so, okay, it doesn't sound like you're very good at your job. <laughs> and uh, they're they get a get a call for someone that is in cardiac arrest. Everyone. A little note here, folks. Everyone is in cardiac arrest in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I think of- even Nick Cage is just tired of it halfway through. He's just like, why is everyone under cardiac arrest? <laughs> <laughs> he goes crazy. 
I like what he says about like um like he he was been reading that like souls are like they don't want to be put back in the body once they die. Yeah. And oh so he's, yeah. He's like conflicted about it even about saving people. Yeah. 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 Now yeah they're they're at the place. Yeah, I think he says that at that house right where yeah they're trying like to save the house him. where the guy's having a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love that's where we meet Patricia and. I love that he's just like, ma'am, can you pump this every three times every 10 seconds or something? And then as soon, like a second later, they're doing the, the defibrillator and he's like, ma'am, step back. And he's just, yeah, like, that was good, yeah. Instantly, that was so just funny. like, get away. Get like, back. <laughs> I know, I had that note too. I was like, what the fuck, Nikesh? <laughs> what the hell? I was like, well, did you well, give that to him someone him. else? Yeah. It's like, no, that was, that's her. She's pumping the thing. He's like, I said, step the fuck back. <laughs> I feel like there's there's also a lot of that in this movie where they're just like, yeah, come here. No, get away. Or, yeah. There's a lot of that with Patricia Arquette. No. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, he actually does kind of save him. Kind of. You know, he's in rough condition, but we get back to the hospital. I think it counts. <laughs> yeah, right? And we meet Gr- my boy Gris. We go, we get back to Mercy Hospital, and my boy oh, yeah. Gris, who speaks in the third person, ain't having any of this shit. Gris, and who is this? The security guard. Oh, like, that guy. Don't yeah. make me take off my sunglasses. <laughs> so yeah, good. what a weird random character. That's yeah. what's in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, and everyone in this hospital. It's like, I don't know. He, it's he one was... of those like dystopian places where everyone's just like super rude to you, and it's like well, maybe you should have thought about ingesting cocaine every day for four <laughs> days straight. Yeah, I love that lady. Yeah, she's always just like making people feel bad about having to be there. <laughs> yeah. Sir, you say you've been snorting cocaine for three days, and now you feel as if your heart is beating too fast, and you would like for us to help you. Well, to tell you the truth, I don't see why we should. I mean, correct me if I am wrong here, if I'm mistaken. Did we sell you the cocaine? Did we push it up your nose? Oh, come on. For Christ's sakes, can I please get a cup of water? Shut up. I also feel like that's like a reality of just like underfunded hospitals in like gnarly areas of like condensed, yeah. like dense ass cities. Like yeah. they do get people in there every fucking day. And like, it's just insane. Like they're overrun and underfunded. And it's just like, it probably. Like it, I'm sure it is exaggerated, but I'm sure some of them do get that fucking crazy. I mean, I yeah, wouldn't, sure. yeah, like especially healthcare workers in hospitals. I feel like this was more like a commentary of just like how crazy it is and like how overworked they are all the time. Even oh before God, COVID, no. they were overworked, and like just how callous they are to things. You know, like yeah. <laughs> they're just like, the- "Hey, we got a douchebag that opened up his wrists on the seventy second and third. Come on!" Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, they you bring the be. guy in. He's like barely alive, and they're like, "No, you have to take him somewhere else." Yeah, Got right. No they room. don't have room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. out of space. They have no space for nah. him. They're like, he's what in the a fuck? bad way. Should have taken him to a different yeah. hospital. <laughs> they're gonna be. They're gonna hate you, Frank. Who doesn't hate me, Griff? <laughs> <laughs> and the spe- the spectrum of the patients too is so great already. Because it's like oh, people yeah. that are like, yeah, barely alive, people that are fucked up. And they're like opening doors and like hitting it on people's feet. Oh, my foot. 
<laughs> just like everyone's just lining the halls. This hospital drunk, packed. Drunk people just looking for a bed. And puking on the floors. It's gnarly. And we got Mark Anthony just wanting a glass of water. I feel like the, <laughs> he wants. Yeah. I had no idea that was him. <laughs> yeah, he's great. <laughs> Kills yeah. so weird. What a great role for him. <laughs> It was kind of annoying. Give me a glass of water. Yeah. <laughs> I just came from the desert. I need a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> he's so crazy. Yeah. He's like schizophrenic. <laughs> yeah, no, he's great. Yeah, he keeps. And it is, I feel like it's like another just, you know, those kind of just mentally ill people that do stuff just to get into a hospital just so they have somewhere to stay, you know? Oh, totally. Then we're, uh, they're on another call and, uh, they get stopped in the middle of the road by this. I don't even know what this is an open air brothel. What's going on here, guys? You just got prostitutes oh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> streets, man. <laughs> it's just the time, people parked he, in the street. <laughs> he keeps seeing the face of this, of this woman. Yeah. When, whenever he's like riding through the streets. Yeah. Rose. Yeah. <laughs> an 18 year old Mexican girl that was homeless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also yeah, no, pregnant, that... right? I don't think she was pregnant. Was she not pregnant? I don't think so. No, I, I think I I'm getting think her confused was. with another pregnant they, they gave birth. Isn't, isn't uh, one of these prostitutes pregnant? Oh, yeah, she was. We uh, hear, I think it is Marty this time that dispatches them to a, oh, Mr. O. Meet Mr. O. And uh, we realize why he's called Mr. O, because he's one of those that just uh, false re- falsely reports things and goes, mm. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, he's like a regular, just like, ah, yeah, exactly. yeah we just got to take him to the hospital. Like, he just wants a bed to sleep in. And surprisingly like, enough, that bitch of a nurse was like so nice to him. I thought that was, I was like, why are you so nice to him? She's like, oh, can I get you anything? Do you need a bed, honey? I care about babies and the old, and then everybody in between is is whatever. Cannon fodder. No. Yeah. Right. It's so funny how like true that is too, because I've witnessed that like firsthand. Like one time, I don't have to go into too much detail, but we had we were helping a homeless person cross the street, and they fell, and we end up having to call an ambulance. And when the fire department got there, they were like, oh, we know this guy. This guy punches. Ah. Is this punchy? They're like, hey, watch out. This is the guy that punches. What's going on, punchy? All right, punchy. punchy. And we were like, whoa, man, I think this guy like needs help. And they're like, nah, nah, this guy's nah, this guy's fine. good. They're like, hey, punchy, how you doing tonight? Yeah. It was so fucking funny. What the fuck? And like watching that this movie, surreal. I was like, wow, that is some real ass shit, dude. Yeah, that is <laughs> yeah, seriously, ash, like city shit. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, speaking of punchy, we uh, catch up with Noel while they're up prowling, and he's threatening to kill people and himself with a blo- with a bottle. Oh yeah, and Nicholas Cage talks him down by uh, promising to kill him in the hospital. That's great. Yeah, that's great. I thought that was nice. He just wants the <laughs> sweet, sweet embrace of death. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, but he's not going to get that. Not until Tom Sizemore kicks the shit out of him. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) That was great. It's like, nah, come on, let me smash him. (laughs) And and like Nick Cage is just like, oh, come on, not today, Tom. And just lets him do it. Yeah, he gives in to Tom for sure. Yeah. But it seems like there's not a lot of emotion there, so it's like, is he giving in or is he checked out? I don't know. <laughs> He's the fucking devil, Tom Sizemore. He goes back to his his apartment, and that's where we get the whole, you know, saving a life is a drug. Yeah. And I am God. <laughs> Wait, yeah. <laughs> Basically. The voiceover is really working, good. <laughs> working the night shift, I understand. You go to yeah, bed yeah. at eight in the eight or nine in the morning and wake up at eight in the afternoon mm. at night. The he he like wakes up too, right? He like wakes up like Rose, Rose Freaking out and it's tidy whiteies. <laughs> it's like this guy's only existence is to go try to save people from dying. Yeah, and he hates it. And anything in between is him just like <laughs> trying just to sleep. Yeah, no, he hates his. He's yeah, burnt no, he's burnt out. way burnt out. He yeah. hates his job. But we see nothing of his per- of his life outside the job because yeah. it takes all his time. Right, I exactly. Mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's in yeah. an almost like workers. I mean, not almost like in a totally like biblical sense of like he's like just meant to help the dead, sort of thing. Some would say, bring him out. he's like cursed to be like an angel in between like life and death and i feel like he just like (laughs) works in in like hell or like purgatory or something (laughs) the whole movie is like a hellish nightscape it kind of gave me like uh meet joe black or like uh dr sleep vibes when he there he's like the Ooh, yeah oh i i know when i see you death is coming yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that from? Doctor Sleep. <laughs> Doctor Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you love Doctor Sleep. Yeah, no, it's a great movie. Love it. <laughs> it is really good. It is good. It's slept on. I feel. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It is slept on. I feel like it's overlooked because they're looking for you know another The Shining. Mike Flanagan. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, now we're at Friday night, baby. Here we go. And uh, guess who's tonight's partner? We got Marcus, baby, Ving Rhames. Wait, wait, before before Ving Rhames, did we skip the part where John Goodman just, like, falls asleep? He, like, takes him out to a dock. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then he falls asleep, and Nick Cage is like, Wake up! Just like, it's the horn. And he's like, Turn around! Oh, and also, like, that whole the whole time he's with John Goodman, John Goodman's just like, I want to get low main tonight. And then they finally are going to get dinner, and he's like, Oh, shit! I had low main yesterday. I can't have the same thing two days in a row. (laughs) Yeah, right. I was like, Are you a character in an anime? Like, what is this? (laughs) <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you can't be mentally stable and have that job. And apparently not. <laughs> and also, yeah, yeah, before I feel like before we meet even meet Marcus, 
he's like he goes into his captain and the captain is like you've been late every fucking day oh for yeah, the past, yeah. Like, yeah i'm gonna fire you weeks. next time yeah yeah i'm gonna fire you next time he said and he was like you yeah. said you'd fire me last week yeah <laughs> yeah he's trying to get fired he yeah get fired. <laughs> he's like so trying to get fired yeah 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 he definitely doesn't give a shit if he gets fired yeah and the whole time the captain's just like oh but i can't do it and he's just like you see these medals they don't give these to sissies and i'm like yeah they do apparently like this guy's a little fucking bitch he was funny though (laughs) yeah no he was hilarious and he's like barking it was always the line (laughs) out the door the last line out the door every time you see him is hilarious when he was leaving, yeah. when he kicked Nick Cage out the door, he was like, yeah, all right. He said all these nice things, and he was like, go mop up my city. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little backhanded yeah, yeah, yeah. one-liners city. every time he leaves. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's yeah. Bing Rames is like, they're never going to fire you. Yeah. 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 They never fire anyone. No one ever gets fired. <laughs> oh, Bing Rames is great. They'll just send you to the Bronx. I don't know why they did this, but we get to see Ving Rhames and Nicolas Cage save an OD with the power of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, Nick Cage like lines up the adrenaline while Ving Rhames like holds hands with. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Bring him back to like what was his name? I I, I be I be banging. I be banging. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? I be banging. What you mean I be banging? I be banging. What the hell kind of name is I be banging? I don't know his real name. Frederick Smith. Okay, Freddy. It's Frederick. Okay, I'll be banging. We're gonna bring you back from the dead. Now, I want everybody here to grab the hand of the person next to you. Come on now, we ain't got much time. And look up towards the heavens. Dear Lord, here I am again. Asking one more chance for a sinner. Please, Lord, bring back Abby Banging, Lord. You have the power, Jesus. You have the might. You have the super light to spare this worthless man. Rise up, Abby Banging, and start your life anew, Lord. Oh, Oh, thank you, Lord. What happened? You fucking died, you stupid bastard. I warned you. Damn, you guys are good. Not us. The first step is love. The second is mercy. <laughs> yeah, no, that was great. I love that. Uh, Cage wants to pick up Patricia. He says, like, hey, you got to stop. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole, yeah, the whole time he's been, like, having a whole weird thing with her. Yeah, and then they, and she, yeah. they pick her up, and then it's just, like, 15 seconds of them awkwardly sitting in an ambulance. Which, oh, I love that I shot. Know. With the soundtrack. Was, the yeah, soundtrack yeah, yeah, was, was so, so 90s. It was so 90s. I don't even remember yeah. what the song was. was. was, like, like, was like, <laughs> it's like real upbeat. <laughs> it was. It was so 90s. And it's like uncomfortable. Like they keep like hitting yeah. their heads in the back. Yeah. I like that moment. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was a sweet Our moment. Our cat starts smiling. And then yeah. she stops smiling and looks serious. And then she starts smiling again. And it's like... Man, both of these people are mentally fucked right now. <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah. They're fucking. One, it's it's interesting. Then, dude, it's like yeah. that's yeah, like a little moment of peace for them, right? And even that moment of peace is like kind of pretty chaotic. 
just like in the back of an ambulance. Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is finally a nice, peaceful moment. This is nice. Yeah, this is nice. <laughs> come, come, come. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they go to the hospital. They see your dad. He is uh, not in good shape. They have to do the defibrillator every fucking 10 minutes, it seems like. They're like, he's been. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Cage wants to kill this guy so bad. Yeah. Oh so my bad. God! Yeah. He's wants like, to he's me to kill him. <laughs> and is this what does he start having like the little like hallucinations with him at this point where he, he can almost like communicate with him? Oh uh, no, that's a little later. But okay, yeah, it's like, like the next time. Yeah, the next time he sees him. Right? Yeah. Another part happens where it was just awkward with Patricia Arquette, where she like Nick Cage really wants pizza, and my boy Ving Rhames bring pizza. <laughs> he's just like you want some pizza and he holds it out to her and then she just like holds it and she's like no I'm not hungry and then just <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts the nick and then as it's cutting back you can see her eating a slice and just yeah. like, mm. <laughs> like what the fuck some weird continuity yeah, I was That's like make hilarious. up your mind like, <laughs> like with her whole character that is a character. Patricia Arquette was like weird in this movie. I, I don't she know. She was very weird. I yeah. I don't. It almost kind of threw me off with her. But she played the well, role perfectly. No. Did she? I don't know. Did she like or was she? Someone just else could have done better. Probably. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. She was, was very weird and awkward in this movie. I don't know if I. Well, she's going through a lot. She's like trying not to relapse until she does. Yeah. Mm. Drug addict. Mm. So more yeah, there's this red death going around. Yeah. <laughs> this red, red oh yeah, this new strain of heroin, red death. Yeah, with amino acids. <laughs> yeah, with extra amino acids. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, because even even in the beginning, she's like, Oh, I know that guy, Noel, Mark Anthony. It's like, what? You know that crazy yeah. fuck? <laughs> she's like, Yeah, we used to hang out together. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used to live with my family for a year. <laughs> now he doesn't even know us. But, uh, yeah, after the hospital, back on patrol, Marcus sees what's happening. He's like, yo, man, you never get involved with a patient. Rule two, you never get involved with a patient's daughter. <laughs> And then Nicolas Cage does his best thing, Reigns, and goes, what about rule three? You don't get involved with your co-worker or some shit like that. And I was like, oh, shit, Fred. Okay. That's <laughs> that was great. That's hilarious. Nicolas Cage doing thing, Reigns. Yeah, that was, that was great. great. I love Pretty, that. like, <laughs> badly, too. Yeah, no, it was terrible, yeah, but it, it, it was it's great. pretty bad. But makes sense. The line was kind of cool, though. He said something about, like, you never fuck with a coworker. Like, you know what I mean? He's, like, trying to act yeah. like he never yeah. fucked with Marcus. It was kind of a it's cool rule line. three. Rule three, bro. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, says not to fuck with him. He wants hookers instead. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, we go hooker hunting. Hooker. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, your classic hooker hunt. Yeah, but uh, then they get a call, a call from Marty, where uh, you know, 
we get a 17-year-old with cardiac arrest again. I don't, I don't think I've mentioned this, but they've been getting calls, multiple calls throughout the movie that cardiac arrest, apparently in New York, the coke. Is that, is that because hearts. of Red Death? Red Death. Yeah. But yeah, they respond to that call and it ends up being a uh, a little a little Easter surprise, a little immaculate conception. Oh. And we get a virgin crack baby. Earth. Yeah. So And it's Earth. twins, Basil. I mean, I just felt like obviously she had had sex with someone and this guy just is like so innocent and ridiculous. So he's just like, Oh wow, it's a miracle. Yeah, it's like have you ever seen Shameless? No. No. Ah. Uh, yeah, no, it's kind of the same thing where it's like this the guy has a shameless. girlfriend. Yeah, this show Shameless. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, oh, how does she have gonorrhea? If she has gonorrhea, that gonorrhea, that means I must have given it to her. They're like, oh, Carl, don't. No, no, no. That, that means that she fucks someone else, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah I love that. I mean. The conviction in the kid's eyes. Yeah. No drugs, no alcohol, no, no nothing. We're saints. Yeah, it was so like... <laughs> yeah. Just we're like both metaphorical. Virgins. Yeah, we're both virgins. But Being it's true, I like, guess like... Y'all ain't never had a beer and had some fun around each other. Like, yeah. No, yeah. Bing Rames, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> and Bing Rames also has his hair that's like uh, like slicked back, by the way. <laughs> yeah. If we haven't said that yet. <laughs> That's right. It's amazing. He smokes a cigar yeah. like the whole time too. Yeah, the whole he's, he's just chewing, chewing on a chewing cigarette on, butt yeah. or a cigar butt. This part is insane. I feel like this is the the part that takes it over the top. It, yeah. it starts to like tip over. Yeah, you're just like, what the yeah. fuck? And he's like, there's it's like all of the with the baby like a football running Dude. to the hospital, yeah, it, breathing yeah, and twins. keeping him alive, yeah. and then they bring him to the uh, hospital. And the doctors mm, are they like, you don't you barely pick it up, but they're saying. He's been like dead for ten minutes, roughly. Yeah. It's like that guy carried that baby and was in and doing CPR on the baby for ten minutes. Yeah, mouth yeah. to mouth. That's insane. Mouth to mouth, hitting the heart. He's like, I think he's got a pulse, and it's like, no, dude, that baby was been ten dead minutes. for a while. Well, like yeah. even even when the babies were born, the first baby is an obvious alive baby that Ving Rhames is holding, and then mm. it cuts to Nicolas Cage. And he's just like and holding yeah, like a stillborn geez. baby and it's like oh. uh, okay like come on <laughs> i was just like yeah it was did they bring the baby back or no right no there was it it happened again where he technically didn't save anyone yet because yeah but but then he gets back in the thing with ving rames and ving rames is like he's acting like they saved him uh, just because of the other yeah, one it was one the other babies. one ving rames mm-hmm. doesn't yeah, give okay. a fuck about the other crack baby yeah, he only cares about the one he's like hell yeah, yeah motherfucker yeah, Whip that's, out positive. The that's the positive one he's like he's like just yeah he's done it long enough to where he leans into you know he's doing it under god basically it's god's will mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then when he's yelling at nicholas cage when they got in the car accident, which he'll go over, he states, you know, basically you have to lean into God. You have to lean into <laughs> yeah. the Holy Spirit. 
Yeah. That's what you need. You need to lean into the Holy Spirit. That's the only thing <laughs> that gonna cure you. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, that's like Anthony great. said. That's great. They uh Ving Rames decides to celebrate and Nick Cage wants some gin. Yeah, baby. He didn't. He says he doesn't like gin, but he drinks some anyway. That's right, OJ. baby. Everybody knows. Yeah, just put some juice in there. It'll be fine. Put some yeah, juice, now he, baby. He's getting fucked up. Yeah, and yeah. he just instantly crashes. Didn't he even instantly. try. <laughs> I feel like he didn't even try. <laughs> to but he like dodges something, right? Well, yeah, he they just bumped into yeah, a parked car. He punches it. Yeah, and he like goes through a light and then yeah he like crashes into a parked car yeah that's great but they were happy about it great car crash six two young i have priorities holding pick up the radio but don't do it marcus please tell her the bus died tell her the radio's not working tell her our backs are out just you know, tell her tell her we're too drunk to take any more calls okay let's take it no six two young this is marcus only for you, baby. Only for you. Keep it to yourself, young. Mail dip breather, approximately 30 west end and 72nd. 10 4, I'm coming, baby. Big Daddy Marcus is coming. We coming. No, we coming. What a message. I, I had seen this movie once before, and I swear I remembered Bing Rames dying at this part. It was an interesting ending to that character because, I mean, I guess all three of them are so different. Like, John Goodman just wants to go do something else, right? That was his ending. He's like, I'm going to go. Yeah, he's like, all right, right, I'm done with this shit. Yeah, he quits. The guy, he just crashes his car out of, like, elation. Like, he's just (laughs) too too excited to do the job. Too excited because they didn't even really drink that much. Yeah, they literally first drank. They just started. And then now he's going to get to the bottom of the barrel, the ultimate darkness, the fucking feral demon himself, Tom Sizemore. (laughs) (laughs) But first, they go to the Oasis. Oh, yes, they do. Yes, yes. (laughs) My boy boy Cage follows Patricia. Back to uh, some uh, little crack den. She's she's making it again, real <laughs> awkward. Where she's just like, "Everywhere's a crack." Dude. If I don't make it, if I don't come out in fifteen minutes, just come back. They uh, they're expecting someone to check on me. And then when they get there, she's just like, "Just Patricia go Arquette. home. Just go." Lady like, Nick, Cage. Nick like, Cage playing Patricia. Arquette. Bitch, what? Yeah, that's what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Patricia couldn't make it to the reading today, so Nick Cage would be playing so, himself as Frank. So and also Nick, so could you please? <laughs> I loved her. Yeah, I love her spiel there. Yeah, she tried. No, yeah, no, I'm just gonna just stay here. And he's like, No, I th- I think I'm just gonna go with you. I'm gonna go with you. <laughs> and she's like, and she's- oh, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And that. yeah, so he waits, he waits, and he uh, finally says, "Enough's enough. I gotta get up there, see my girl." And uh, this is where we beat. We meet my boy Psychotes. Yeah, yeah, this guy was great. Yeah, and this apartment is so like decked out for what it is too. Lights all over the place, and that volcano, that framed volcano thing with the 
Steam coming out. Yeah, baby, he's got an Oasis That's going. Awesome. He has his custies yeah. coming. Welcome you know, to the Oasis. Off, baby. Yeah, there's this random like businessman like passed out. Yeah. Just go upstairs, shoot <laughs> yeah. up. He's a life insurance salesman. It is yeah. like a. Yeah, I mean, because they go up too. It's like, and he lives so much in the darkness, and then, and that's during the day that that happens too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's literally yeah, in that. the morning. He is. It is funny that he's. I feel like the normal stock version of that character would be like really scary and mean, but he's actually just like really gentle and pretty chill. The drug dealer guy? Yeah, yeah psychotes. Yeah, he's just wearing like a robe and stuff. He's like, I help the community, baby. <laughs> he does, yeah, there's like zero conflict actually. He's like, yeah, just let him <laughs> yeah. go. He like gives him drugs even. I and guess he, that's yeah, his he's, thing. Yeah, he's but, like, well, but he wants $10 later. Yeah, but at the same time, he's like, bucks. and I'm fucking trying to track <laughs> down those motherfuckers that are selling that red death. Don't worry, I got it. Yeah. I got a safer drug, red line. I mean, I guess he's like a wolf in sheep's clothing, or like <laughs> the the devil that gives them the forbidden fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's just a salesman, really. Yeah, no, because yeah, he gives Nick Cage the the same drug that Patricia Arquette is just zonked out on, which you yeah. already think is heroin, but apparently it isn't. It's red lion, and yeah. uh, this is where we get. A crazy, uh, yeah. Nicholas Cage takes it. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Motherfucker, yeah. I know you need sleep. Look at you." Yeah, yeah. His eyes are all like black. Yeah, and then you get this crazy dream sequence. Yeah, this Japanese Sandman, like, baby. People. Yeah, like, it's pretty call awesome. Me the Japanese. And uh, <laughs> that's the part where we see what happens with Rose, right? Yeah, yeah. that's that part. Yeah, and then yeah, it, it yeah. they. Yeah, in the beginning, and then it turns into, like, a Big Lebowski, like, fucking dream sequence where he's just pulling people out of the ground. Oh, that's the yeah, best. Yeah, they come up to that girl, Rose, uh, and he tries to, like, uh, like she's passed out. He's trying to, like, put yeah. the thing in so he can, like, get her lungs going again or something, but he keeps getting her stomach. Yeah. Uh, stomach again. Stomach, it's like, stomach. Yeah. Fucking, um, they shot that scene backwards. You can tell where the... The snowflakes are falling. Where he's pulling people up. The snowflakes are like going up. Did you guys notice that? Mm. It has like a whole trippy kind of feeling. But they definitely, what they did is they shot it like the action in reverse and then played it in reverse so that the action goes forward, but that it has a kind of weird look mm. to it. And oh, then wow. I wonder yes. if they had to like learn their lines back. There's a couple lines they have that I think they did. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah, you yeah. can tell their mouths are a little strange. <laughs> I, I I didn't catch that. Watch that, it again. No, see the see snow that. all rising instead of falling. Yeah, the whole movie just for that scene. Watch the whole movie just for that. <laughs> watch it again. The whole movie is definitely worth the rewatch. I think so much that happens. Yeah. Yeah. But uh. But yeah. And that just sets Nicolas Cage off. Ignited. Get some crazy Cage. Frank, take it easy. Take it. What happened? He flipped out. Now, Frank, Frank, be cool, my brother. Look, you haven't what you call the paradoxical reaction, right? But listen to me, Frank. Frank, where are you going? You're making a mistake. Yeah, you go. Okay. Okay, that's good. You go in there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the that's the best part. 
and even size just like yo motherfucker get out of my house get out of my apartment get patricia and get the fuck out yeah and nicholas cage like and he just like calmly he still just calmly walks over to her picks her up and uh gets her out of there they won and uh so yeah they're all strung out obviously and so he just like crashes on her couch and that uh transitions us to saturday (laughs) this is the best part uh, yeah so yeah he wakes up to no patricia and uh goes back into work and not only is the captain a pussy, but he's a lion pussy because he never fired fucking Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. He's like, listen, I know I said I'd fire you, but uh, come on, I need you. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, what a fucking bitch. Bring Rain told him no one ever gets fired. Yeah. I love the like <sighs> just the 90s irony, you know, like, oh, this guy just wants to get fired. And they're like, nah, yeah. we're not going to fire you. It's like, ah, uh, how ironic. Usually people want to keep their jobs. Uh, the, the old office space. It's the 90s. I, I think even after that car accident, he says, I quit. And then he just comes back anyway. Like, I mean. Well, like, he's even just like, come on, just just do this and I'll fire you next week. Come on. You got my word. Yeah, This is all a very weird situation. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I just love that being the premise <laughs> that he just wants to lose his job. It just fits. Yeah, it that. fits so snugly with like the '90s thing of like people being trapped by their jobs. It's like you could watch this next to, like Office Space or something like that. It's like yeah, yeah exactly. these, these guys feature. just want to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another shot with uh, Mr. Burke and Nicolas Cage, <laughs> and uh, this is where. He like he starts kind of hallucinating him, trying to kill him. Just like, come on, bitch, don't be a pussy, do it. Fucking kill me! <laughs> and he tries, and like he goes under, and they're like, "Oh my god, he's coding! You're tall enough, Nick. Fucking shock him!" He's just like, "But uh, I think he's fine." They're like, no, his heart is stopped. And it's just yeah. That part was hilarious. <laughs> He's sitting there, stone faced, like shocking him, and he doesn't yeah. want to. <laughs> yeah. I love this. Book. Doesn't want to do it. I love the <laughs> what a great performance by the actor who was just the comatose guy the yeah, whole time, just looking at him. He's like, <laughs> "Kill me." That sucked. I did think of that in the movie. I was just like, I just thought that was a shitty role. <laughs> what do you mean? I recognize that guy. What a shitty role to have, or what a like difficult. I role. know that. Yeah, guy. yeah. I mean, it's because you recognize him in the beginning when he's first having the cardiac arrest. Yeah, you recognize him, and then the rest of the movie, his eyes are just pointed different <laughs> directions, and that's the, his whole character. It's like <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, terrible. <laughs> that guy uh, was like Swiss like, Army Man. He bro. went home, and he was like. Hey, honey, I'm in the new Martin Scorsese movie. She's like, oh my God, which part? He's like, look, watch, watch, there I am. Yeah, the whole movie, too. He doesn't have any lines other than the voiceover. You're in the movie throughout, though. I don't know. Yeah, he does. He almost almost steals it. 
Yeah, right. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah, right. Oh, fuck. I feel like you got to give it to those actors, though, that play those roles, man. Because, Honestly, I mean, Noel. Noel is the is the actor that, that does the best as that type of character. The one that's, like, falling apart and going through it. Well, at least he has, like, lines and stuff to do. Yeah. The yeah. other guy just gets to sit in a hospital bed. It's like, all right, uh, we're going to go for another take. That was a good one. <laughs> Be more dead this time. Yeah. Yo, yo, tighter grip next time, all right? <laughs> With your thumb, when she puts her hand on your, your thumb, tighter grip next time, buddy. They end up saving him. He's fine. Still in a, still in a coma, but fine. And uh, then they get a, uh, my boy, Nikki. And Tom get a dispatch from Marty for a suicide hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Suicide this, hour. This, this, this part's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. They find that homeless guy. <laughs> and suic- or, or, yeah, and Nick Cage is just like, this is the most pathetic suicide yeah. attempt I've ever seen. You're yeah. supposed to cut down, not across. This was the most pathetic attempt I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. he like offers him a knife. He's like, yeah, yeah. He wants yeah. to try again. Take it. Which is so like. It's so interesting, and I guess just speaks to the characters like breaking down. breaking down. Yeah, where like yeah, like you're complaining that he didn't kill himself well enough. Weren't you complaining at the beginning of the movie that you're not saving enough people? And here's an easy one: yeah. you guys just picked him up, and now you're upset that it wasn't hard enough because you're so yeah. beaten down by like and just used to like having to pick yeah. up corpses all the time. That you're just like, yeah, you're going to grill this guy. He's like, cut, cut down. Yeah. I thought he was going to go for it. Like, I thought he was going to like, yeah, right. fucking kill <laughs> yeah. the guy. I was like, oh, my well, God. Tom Sizemore puts something that. on his forehead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tom Sizemore's no, I love a that fucking Tom check Sizemore, out screen. Like, he loved it just because he Demon. was like, yeah, you fucked with him. And we, we, we cured him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tom Sizemore was on board just to fuck with him. But yeah, <laughs> not to help him, which yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Tom <laughs> yeah, Sizemore, got... what Tom the Sizemore fuck? A what a fucking nut in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in every movie, but it was so unsettled just every like... time he was in a scene, dude. Yeah. Seriously, uh, definitely Someone gets call him the... the scene stealer. He de- get de- definitely gets the Joe Pesci award for just batshit crazy person. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. He, he's the mad dog of fucking. He's the Willem Dafoe of, of dog eat dog. <laughs> he's the mad dog. He's the mad dog of bringing out the dead. The mad dog award. Ah, <laughs> uh, from the raid. But um, from the raid, yeah. Then we get we get Marty trying to send them to Mister O again. It's eighty oh, fourth yeah. and Broadway. You'll know who it is. Three o'clock. But uh, Tom Sizemore is like, fuck that. I don't want to go. And uh, they luckily catch a jumper situation. Emergency. We need you, Tom. I love this. And uh, <laughs> they go. And we get to the scene. Oh, that's the best. And we're at my boy Size place. Yeah. The Oasis. The Oasis. The Tower of Babel. Yeah, my girl in the silk robe, dead in the doorway. Ooh. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, no, this and red part was, red wines playing. Yeah, that, yeah, that was great. I love that. 
Yeah, like it was like flooded from his fish tank, and her blood was just like red, red wine, just flowing, (laughs) dude. And uh, yeah, they're talking about the scene, and then uh, it's a crazy crime scene. Apparently, two motherfuckers jumped out the window. Those two motherfuckers are Tiger and Psy. Tiger being his big ass homeboy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like he fucked himself up jumping down two floors to the balcony. And my boy Psy yeah. got impaled on a goddamn fence. Oh. Oh my lord. Yeah. That was insane. Yeah, the other guy broke both his legs. And again with the religious yeah, the- with the religious imagery, he's like crucified yeah. almost at the top of the building. <laughs> and it's like you expect yeah. this death. I mean, it does have, I guess, some sort of meaning for like Nick Cage and the whole story because I guess he kind of represents the the drugs and stuff. But it just fucking happens out of the blue. It has not like yeah, it has it's, zero yeah. active participation from our character in this at all. It's almost like an act of God of like, okay, now we shall smite the sinner. And he's just like laying there. But and even that, Nick Cage shows so much <laughs> compassion. And yeah, it's just such a beautiful on the moment. Like, Let him fall. And he holds his head and he's like, ah, oh, the French is gonna get kinda hot now. <laughs> and they like <laughs> put the they start like trying to get him off the fence. And he's like, I can't hold my head up anymore, man. Yeah. And the sparks it's such a sweet shot. Like yeah. it's yeah, yeah, no, it is uh, awesome. I mean, he's he calls it yeah. out too. He's like, "Isn't that beautiful?" And then yeah, he starts hallucin- he starts hallucinating fireworks. He imagines fireworks, yeah. but it's the sparks coming from them taking you down from your fence being in, like impaled through your fucking stomach. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, it's so beautiful." Yeah. And Nick Cage is just like, "Yeah, I guess it is." Like, it's just such a weird like. Oh, it's such a stupid scene. You thought it was stupid? <laughs> I thought it was so it was good. So stupid. I thought it was so like. I feel like Martin was having a little it. too much fun right then. To me, this was. That's when he you saw the indulgence. Oh, I loved it. I feel like it was so. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I did. I, I do. I do feel like. I it, like the scene, it's just indulgent. not the part where the fireworks are going off. I don't know. It oh, so I loved it. <laughs> I know he brought it in. It was cheesy. It was so stupid. But I feel like it, it was so Paul Schrader, too. You can imagine Paul Schrader writing this of just like, oh, yeah, and it's this weird transcendent yeah. moment of like him looking at the sparks, but he sees fireworks, and it's like beauty in the face of death and like, you know, that whole like kind of contradiction of those things. And Marty just went for it. I don't know. I feel like they were both so aligned on like the whole spirituality of the movie. But yeah. I love that scene. I just love how climactic it is. But it's just so random, too. They're just like, oh, let's go over here. And it's just like, oh, shit. Okay, we're in, like, the climax of, like, a big movie. But we didn't really get here. You know what I mean? Like, this doesn't mean as much as maybe it should. We don't even know Psy that much. Yeah. <laughs> we I don't know, everything even just know kind Psy. Of, this, Not really It's like all. the whole movie. Just things just keep on randomly happening. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of, I don't know. It fits. I, I accepted it fine. I no, it totally yeah. fits. I, that's. I think it's a beautiful moment. Uh, it's just so bizarre. We got old Frankie and Tom flying around in an ambulance. Frank is uh, just freaking out. 
He's just like, as long as we don't stay still, let's keep answering calls. And uh, so Frank or Nick Cage wants a little anarchy. And uh, I guess he wants violence. So Tom Sizemore is just like, all right, let's go beat up Noel. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they find Noel and... They corner him because you have to because he runs like a rat. And so, (laughs) (laughs) what do you do with a rat? (laughs) You beat him with a bat. Yeah. Yeah, no, Tom, or my boy Frank, not Tom, but my boy Frank, sees Tom Sizemore just beating in Mark Anthony's face with a baseball bat. Oh, yeah. Saves him. And some would say this is the first person he saves. Oh, yeah. no, true. He uh, he broke the curse, broke that dry spell. Nice. <clears throat> I guess that's true. <laughs> and they go back to the hospital. You saved my life, Frankie. And then we go back to Mister Burke, and this is when he finally fulfills his destiny as the Angel of Death. And he takes off his monitors, puts it on himself. <laughs> And then puts his breathing tube into him and breathes in a dead man's air just so he can kill this guy, which commitment I applaud. Yeah, that was so good. (laughs) Got him. I love that. Yeah, that was great. That's so great. (laughs) So dramatic. (laughs) And just so great. Yeah, yeah, no. That, and they're like, yeah, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" Ah, he's gone. They're like, "This is the guy we just brought in." Codes. <laughs> it's the guy they just brought in from the ER. Fuck. <laughs> nah, not again. And he's like, yeah. That was a pretty heavy scene. Yeah, no, it was awesome. He's like yeah, slowly. They, they do the pace of his breathing. It's the same cadence as his breathing, and he's just sitting there like. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he hooks everything else uh, back up, it must be like really fast. Yeah. No. Once the guy's like officially dead, because when they come back, he's like giving him CPR. Yeah. That quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So uh, he goes to Patricia's apartment to tell her the the bad news, and he sees Rose again, and uh, she gives she gives him the, it's not your fault. No one asked you to suffer. Uh, that was your idea. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. And yeah, he gets his forgiveness and he accepts it finally. And then him and Patricia just lay in blinding white light. Yeah. <laughs> the, he really, she holds him it. like the baby Jesus. It's like. Yeah, it's like that's a stretch. It's like the Piet, yeah. what, do they call it the Pieta or the <laughs> the Madonna? It's like the the classical, um, just symbolism. Mm-hmm. The woman holding the yeah, like the one. dead man or yeah. whatever of like the or the baby Jesus, I guess. The either the, the dead, <laughs> it's the dead Jesus. It's the dead Jesus. The or, virgin or Nicholas Cage. But yeah. it is, it's like a rebirth. And they saved each other. I mean, she I guess she's as much Virgin Mary as she is kind of like the Mary Magdalene of it all. Where like they're able to like cleanse each other. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. 
I love it. The more I see it, the more I love it. What, how many times have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, right? How many fucking times have you seen this movie? I think this is my third. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'd seen it once. I had it on, like, DVD, and I didn't really care for it. And then rewatching it, yeah, it was I feel like much better than I remember. Yeah, I saw this years ago, and I remember being really just stoked on the filmmaking. And I guess the people I watched it with were just like, I don't know. And I was like, yeah, I guess that was kind of weird. Never really. <laughs> and then it is weird. It is a weird movie. It's a very weird. But watching it again, I just I get so just like geeked on the filmmaking. It's just so good. Yeah. Every shot. I'm just like, fuck, how the is this? Shots are how is this not what yeah, yeah, talked about as much? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, but just how is this not talked about as much as like Goodfellas and like Casino and shit? Like it's just as good. I mean, it's no Goodfellas, but it's it's up there for me. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, but yeah, the performances are all really good too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You were saying something about the shots, Anthony. That's what steals the movie for me is the shots. The whole oh, wow. time you're watching Robert it from Richardson. the opening. From the opening, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. It they has, do, it's artistic. It's a, it's so creative. They're, they do so many different angles, dude. Yes, and 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 tempos too. Like they'll they'll do like really fast montages. Yes. Follow, and like twitchy montages followed ah. by like a very slow pace scene that's just one long shot. Yes. No. Is anyone gonna argue that Nick Cage carries it? No. No. Nick Cage definitely carries it. He's the no. only one that could carry it. Yeah. I mean, it's either him or I, I thought that, Willem Dafoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Willem Dafoe well, definitely. Tom Sizemore is like the Willem Dafoe of this movie. <laughs> Who? Tom Sizemore. No way. Tom Sizemore steals it for but, sure. I, I, I thought Ving Rhames stole no it. No way. Ving Rhames way more than If I, if I was going to give it to one of the supporting people, a, yeah. Noel? My boy Marcus. Either no- Noel yeah, or he Tom. Was so good, I thought. I want to give it to Noel. To Mark Anthony. Yeah. Mark Anthony stole. <laughs> oh wow! That, he was <laughs> so annoying. Can he I did it well, water, but please, it was an annoying role. Spend, I, I'm just sitting here for some water. I, I've been asking for. That's all I need. I just need some water. <laughs> I've been in the desert for eight days. <laughs> I feel like Tom. I'd give it to John Goodman second after Ving Rhames. What? Only because of how good he oh, looks wow. sweating over that body when they were doing cpr in the very beginning they just have like the very time first time they show him in action <laughs> oh yeah he is sweating a lot yeah. sweating. and he's there he's with rose too he's like you're in the stomach yeah you're in the stomach let me do it yeah i thought tom stole the fuck out of this for some reason no, i mean wow. it's been like did, maybe five years since well. i've seen this and one of the only things i remember was tom that i mean Towards the end when they just decide to go nuts and Tom just starts driving and it goes to like yeah. time lapse Tom Sizemore and he's like <laughs> and he's like looking over. Dude. Yeah, he's definitely the craziest motherfucker. He's a fucking demon. He's definitely like a Ving Rames though just comes with so much charisma and swag. He does. Yeah. Now and I you can... get Queen Latifah? You get a little tag team with Queen Latifah and Ving Rames? <laughs> and you get him flipping the fucking ambulance. Yeah. That's such a weird ending to that. <laughs> Drunk off gin. <laughs> it's like, all right, peace out, Nick. Yeah. See you later, yeah. man. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These were all the days that I could shoot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would give it to either of them. I don't know. I guess the only reason I would make the argument for Tom Sizemore 
is because I feel like the scenes that he's in, he really just takes control. I mean, I guess the same th- thing could be said about Ving Rhames, but I don't Tom, know. Tom Sizemore comes I... in earlier too. They even set yeah. him up. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah he's sprinkled more, in a little bit to be That's the scene stealer. Yeah, he shows up in but the beginning. He's like, like, you don't even know you're going to get way I more. I feel like Nicholas Cage out crazy Tom Sizemore. No. Oh, interesting. Uh, definitely in the alleyway. Okay, is the, what? The, the alleyway? Come on. Nah, definitely not enough has been said about how good Nick Cage was. Nick Cage, this. yeah. Like, Nick, no, Cage, Nick Cage, we had prime Nick Cage moments yeah, where Nick- he was just like, yeah, yeah, they said to kill Marcus. That's what the voices said, Marcus. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> when he, he was great in this movie. He, he, has, he, he has some good subtle moments, too. Yeah. I feel like uh, one of the things Martin Scorsese said about Nick Cage was like he just loves his his ability to be both subtle and crazy. And I feel like this was at at a time where Nick Cage, it was before he started doing a bunch of shitty movies, basically. And he really he really was respected for being (laughs) both a great subtle actor and could play like crazy stuff. Because this is after Snake Eyes, too, which is pretty nuts. Yeah. And yeah, this is like the end of his like really great Brian run. De Palma hands yeah. him Nick Cage after Snake Eyes. And he's like, you should work with Nick Cage. Yeah. Marty's like, I mean, yeah. th- this run, is he wins with Le- Leaving Las Vegas. He wins Best Actor. Then he does The Rock, yeah. Con Air, Face Off, City of Angels. Breaks that money Snake in. Eyes, 8mm, and Bringing Up a Dead. Oof. It's a great run. It's pretty good. That's a great all through the nineties. It's a great run of like character actor, big blockbuster acting. It's it's actually all that just over four years. Yeah, yeah. He was he was on fire for sure. And it's amazing performance. I think it's it's one of his best. It's one of the it's it's one of the only ones where he he does both. He's both subtle and crazy. You usually get one or the other. It's best for dramatic acting. It's definitely one of them, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of another one where he plays subtle and crazy as as well as he does in this one. I feel you usually get one or the other. Adaptation, maybe. Adaptation. He's kind of like yeah. Yeah, I would take that. He's got like the two twin brothers. He's not that crazy though in adaptation. He's like super like anxiety riddled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he carried the fuck out of this movie. This movie is definitely on his shoulders. Yeah, and and yeah. he fucking oh, yeah. brings it. He's sweating. Yeah, the eyes. Yeah, yeah. He sees the opportunity. It. He's like, I'm gonna work with Martin Scorsese. I'm gonna fucking make sure I'm on it. Yeah, Martin Scorsese's at the height height of his powers. Yeah, yeah. As if he hasn't Both always of those been. guys in the nineties. Oh my yeah. god. After Goodfellas, it was just like, you can do whatever you want, my friend. (laughs) And he's just like, what did he do before this? Kundun? This is right (laughs) after his Dalai Lama epic. He's like, well, you know, I just did a Dalai Lama epic, so I figured I might as well do a weird-ass ghost story. With with Nicolas Cage. With Nick Cage. (laughs) Totally a movie for hire, too. Like, I don't think it was a passion project by any means. I think the book the oh, book yeah. got optioned yeah. by the studio. The studio was like, "Hey Marty, you want to direct this?" He's like, "Sweet." Paul Schrader should write it. Paul Schrader writes it, and then boom, boom, yeah. boom. I lo- yeah, I love yeah their their combination too. In this one especially, there's some parts I can tell like I don't know. It feels like almost like Paul Schrader's like directing certain parts of the movie to me, like yeah. more maybe in like the first half. I know. I like that how much of Paul Schrader's script you can feel in it. 
of just yeah. like the the existentialism the like yeah the spirituality of it all the kind of like oh him holding in all his sins like the thing of redemption and like you know trying to save himself the the white savior complex too of it all where he has to like he feels like he has yeah. to go save people it's like all right dude <laughs> no one asked you to be that into that but i mean that's his job so did we say who stole it then tom or ving i mean we we didn't agree no. i mean I, I, i'm still on ving ving I, well is it just between those two i think it's gonna be split i'll say no. tom let's see Ving Rames. I'm gonna say Tommy. Tom. Bang. Oh, oh wow! Split. Really? Weird. <laughs> yeah, so it's. Split. <laughs> I loved Ving uh, Ray way more than Tom. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was obvious. I can be swayed. I could no. We I can, mean, I could. Definitely we'll give it to Ving Rames. Um, yeah, I like Ving more nice. as a person. Yeah, we'll give it to Ving. He definitely. He was like the partner. The <laughs> I don't know. He had the greatest moments. I feel like. He had the club scene. It was the best. Yeah, the he saved a OD. Yeah. He saved someone that OD'd from Jesus. Man, you're so excited about saving that baby. Yeah. All right. Are you but, ready for all this? Right, so we got head to head. Ready for this remake? Recastings. All right. Yeah. What, what, Josh, you going first? I guess yeah. so. Yeah, I think Anthony wants that by design. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He wants to hear what you I have. end it with a bang. <laughs> not a soft, right, not Daniel, a soft, not a soft pop, but bang. All right. Well, I feel like this movie is about as close as Marty will get to like a horror movie, and it's like a ghost. What about Cape Fear? Ghost story. What do you think? This or Cape Fear is closer to horror? I would say. I, I thought Cape Fear. I feel like this is like a ghost it's movie, like a though. Stalker. Yeah, okay. stalker. I, I could see that. It's- stalker rapist. It's like a thriller. I feel like K Fear is like pulpy thriller suspense. This one, yeah, yeah this one tried to be a horror. I mean, this movie. is like psychological drama, but it's it's just so coked out. But any You guys were scared. What I would do <laughs> modern remake, I would amp up the horror, amp up the ghostiness. Mm. I would amp up the bloody Ooh. fucking everything of it. And the only way to do that is you, you got to get David Cronenberg's son, Brandon Cronenberg. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Brandon Cronenberg <laughs> makes nice. it fucking trippy as fuck. You know he can oh, yeah. do it. You know he can make it just as hallucinatory. And we just, I feel like, amp everything up, too. And we would definitely just amp up the horror of it all and like the brutality, um, but keep it as like psychological and crazy. Uh, and of course, you got to get Scream Queen. Just gender bend it. Mia Goth plays the lead. Oh, nice. Mia Goth <laughs> plays the lead. Yes, oh, wow. of course. She's got uh, the range. You've seen who's Pearl. Be it? Mia, Mia Goth. Goth. Oh, okay. You know Mia Goth. Yeah. I don't like Goth. I don't like Mia Goth. You don't like Mia Goth. Mm, uh, you lost Daniel's vote. <laughs> yeah, I don't like her. She's so good. <laughs> not a fan of Mia Goth. She... Ever since Infinity Pool, I don't know. She just annoyed the I mean, fuck out of me. In I can see Pool. her in this kind of role. I feel like she would fucking body it. She's she, she can do so much range. If you see X and Pearl and in Infinity Pool, 
you see like she can do crazy, she can be subtle. She's too much she's got too much swag, I think, for the this role. She has too much swag? Yeah. <laughs> what about you don't think Nicolas Cage has swag? You don't think this whole cast has too much swag? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> I just I couldn't see Mia Goth in the role. I couldn't I just think she's too She needs she's too She's too confident. He's just trying to knock your yeah. list so that she's, he gets better votes. Yeah, she's too confident. <laughs> she, yeah. she needs to be. There's one thing. Yeah, why don't you pick someone less actors. confident? Josh? It's confidence. What's that? Pick someone less confident. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> too confident? How is that even a thing? Um, and then to play the uh, Tom Sizemore role. Which I, I thought naturally was the Willem next Defoe. the next most important role. No, I think you have to get Nicolas Cage. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love shit. the double dip. It's like an angry Nicolas Cage. I love Cage. it. For the Sizemore role, you got Nick yeah. Cage? You got Nick Cage for the Sizemore that's role. Brilliant. Come on. You bring it back. You go. The only way that role could have gotten Can't better. Be. Yeah. As if Nicolas Cage had played it. Yeah. I mean, come on. He saves Noel and he kills Noel. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, it's great. This um, is the vicious circle. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course... Um, that's a mic drop, man. That's you're done. Yeah, I think that's it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, say, no, say less, bro. <laughs> honestly, yeah, yeah, I was about to improv. <laughs> Because for the Ving Rhames character, right. I mean, it could be anyone. Like, but it should be Jonah Hill, probably. No, <laughs> no, fucking, you're not serious. Jonah Hill, you're these not fucking serious. things. You're not serious. You're not Fat serious. Jonah Hill it's is just my new, It's my new thing to put Jonah Hill in everything. No. <laughs> Daniel left. He's so upset. No, no, all right, no. That's Anthony, it. That's all the characters. Up. Who's Noel? No, we're, you you get to do the director, the lead, and you get to fill in one uh, supporting. Role. I didn't have. Well, I got all the characters, and I have to. Well, go we don't have time for all that. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna all right, do you go. Round, then put me at a put me out. <clears throat> the director is Gaspar Noe, and then oh, the, then <laughs> that's good. Then Joaquin Phoenix is gonna play good. Nick Cage's character. Oh, okay, I can oh, see that. That's we got J.K. Simmons instead of Sizemore. We got wow. Bing is Bing. Wow. Yeah, we got Bing, Bing, is, Bing. is Bing. Bing, Bing is Bing. Uh, okay. You bring back Bing. Nice. Yep. Okay. Yep. I'll take Bing. 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 Yeah, we got Bing is Bing. <laughs> we got Bear Cage. <laughs> we got Nick Cage's role as Joaquin Phoenix, and then we got Vera. Yeah, I'm saying, where is Nick Cage oh. now? Now that he's not in that role, Vera Farmiga instead of Arquette's <laughs> yeah. role. Where's Nick Cage? <laughs> Farmiga. Nice, Vera okay. Farmiga in Arquette's role. Alec Baldwin as the chief. Bruce Willis. Uh, okay. Yeah. Bruce Willis as the dead guy in the coma. What, what about John oh, Goodman's wow. character? Wait, someone else you're getting, important. Or no. You're casting wow. the dead guy? I don't guy? appreciate that joke. And then, and then Gail really Garcia Bernal that. as Noel. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell me that's a mic drop. John Goodman is John Goodman. That's all I need right there. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm obviously taking the one that has Nick Cage in it. Yeah. Fair. You can't tell us you recast the whole movie and then say Ving Rhames is Ving Rhames. <laughs> That's great. 
I like that. I know. I feel like uh, I feel like you had us until good. you started uh, until you said Ving Rhames is Ving Rhames and John Goodman is John Goodman. So honestly, I, I thought one of you would put Will Tom Sizemore. Come on, Gail Garcia is Noel. Come on, bro. That's really good. I can bro. see. That. I don't even know who that is. Come on, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Come on. How about John Turturro as Noel? Oh, John Turturro. <laughs> I would love John Turturro. Willem Dafoe in the Tom Sizemore role. Oh, I can see it. All right, I uh, grappling hook up to the crow's nest, and when I get there, I look into the mounted telescope. I just I look into that, and I see. Uh, yeah, I mean the Oasis scene, <laughs> the first Oasis scene. Oh, yeah. He goes in there. Nice, yeah. He finally gets some sleep, and then he freaks the fuck out, and you get you finally get some freak out cage. Where are you going? You're making a mistake. Yeah, you go. Okay. Okay, that's good. You go in there. Yeah, you go in there. Lie down. Get some sleep. Whatever. Well, I take our newly installed escalator. Up to the captain's den. Oh, little captain's cabin. Nice, finally. Yeah, right. I peek through that keyhole, and guess what I see? I see all that booty. <laughs> Ooh. And uh, there must be a reflection coming off of Mark's stupid fucking telescope. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm seeing the same thing, Oasis baby. Oh, shit. We get the Wonder Wall. We get the Japanese Sandman and the Nicolas Cage freakout. Yeah. Ah, oh, so great. Ah, oh, where is she? <laughs> <laughs> so great. Well, every film is a voyage, and every voyage has its best part traditionally that's when the cabin has a gigantic orgy and gets sucked off by every single person in the boat <laughs> captain's blowjob and um, on the boat everyone on the boat every single person best part of the voyage um what happens when this happens is he gets a vision he or she gets a vision <laughs> or they or it i think is the new one Oh hell! Gets a vision, and <laughs> the vision is the best part of the last movie that they just saw. In this case, being, <laughs> of course, 1999's Bringing Out the Dead, Marty Square. <laughs> We've all seen it. What I see is I see um, Sai hanging out, being impaled, nice. and mm, Nick Cage holding his head. And he's like, the cage is going to get a little hot. (laughs) And he's like, it's beautiful. It's like fireworks. (laughs) And he's like, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Hey, isn't that beautiful? (laughs) Isn't that beautiful? (laughs) Oh, and the fire starts to fall. Then the strongest rule it all. Oh, I love this city. <laughs> yeah, fucking beautiful. Ah oh, man. man, that whole that whole part is so cool. 
<laughs> I wonder how they shot that even. I'm like, what the fuck? Are they on top of the building? Did they? I don't know. It's insane. Yeah. Some movie magic. Nice. Yeah. I love that scene. Just so beautiful. And just so, again, just so randomly epic in its like kind of climacticness that we didn't even like really yeah. earn to get there. Like you don't even know. Like it's just so you just get like slapped with it out. Of you nowhere. get slapped yeah. with that out of nowhere. And uh, yeah. it, red, red wine. I love it. <laughs> make me feel so fine. <laughs> red, red wine. You make me feel so fine. <laughs> chuck it to me, chuck it to me, chuck it all the time. Red, red, why? <laughs> As I sleep tight fending off the bugs, I swat my hand because I think something bit me. I hear a loud bang on the floor. I look down and I see gold shining, hurting my eyes ever so slightly. I'm in glee, I'm rich, and I see Ving Rames. <laughs> Praying to God as he saves I.B. Bragan from his death. Snorting that red death stuff. It's been going on for like four days now. Rebuke the spirit of drugs in the name of Jesus. What's his name? I be banging. What you mean I be banging? I be banging. What the hell kind of name is I be banging? I don't know his real name. Frederick Smith. Okay, Freddie. It's Frederick. Okay, I be banging. Nice. Nice. I, I be banging. I be banging. Nice. Uh, Praise Jesus. I love that Nick Cage just lines up the, the adrenaline shot and gives him the nod. Yeah. Nick Cage yeah, is the perfect wingman until he's not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? Hi. <laughs> Aren't we all? Welcome to a voyage through film. Thank you guys for coming. <laughs> we'll get into the thumbs up, thumbs down. And Daniel picked it, so. This was like, unlike any other Martin Scorsese film I've ever seen. I feel like any of us have ever seen. What really shined, shone to shown. me. Shone? Was uh, all the performances, honestly. I mean, Nicolas Cage, we, we all know carried. Bing Rames. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. He was great. John Goodman was a nice little treat. But then, yeah, Tom Sizemore. He was ah, crazy Tom Sizemore. He stole it. <laughs> Some would say that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, the only person I didn't like was Patricia. But I'm willing to overlook that. I didn't really appreciate her in this movie, but yeah, dude, thumbs up. This was yeah. this. I felt I could feel just I I felt strung out almost watching this movie. Yeah, like just seeing them like how they went through just work and their life. Oh, fuck it, like okay, like I don't know. I could feel <laughs> the weight and just yeah of that job. It felt like, and uh, yeah, it did its job. It was great. I loved it. Thumbs up. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'd seen it before and didn't appreciate it. After rewatching, I got to say, underrated Scorsese movie. 
I, I think uh, yeah, if, if, if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. And if you have seen it and didn't care for it, you should give it another chance. The performances are great. It's shot amazing. The direction's great. The writing's great. Like everything's hitting. Um, yeah, Patricia Arquette. I don't know. I think that was the linkest, maybe the weakest link of the movie. But it is kind of like the, it's like the connecting story through, while everything else is almost like a non sequitur, just like crazy, little paramedic expedition. So it was still probably necessary. But yeah, yeah, thumbs up for sure. Yeah, I feel like all of her scenes were just like kind of just trying to provide backstory for her dad, and that was it, pretty much. I think she's just supposed to represent the other side of you know the family impacted during all of this trauma and well, chaos. It wouldn't be it's like that, that whole family, the dad, people on life support, what that person is probably going through in a vegetable state and like just all of it all sides of the coin. Nice, yeah. and with that i give it a thumbs up hey, all sides of the coin. there we go uh the different the shots were were what really stole the movie and it's nicholas cage's most dramatic like his best dramatic role ever that and matchstick men but the only <laughs> wow. thing is, is there's really man. no humor, and that's what I respect. There's not really any humor or comedic relief. You gotta see the, some character. more Nick Cage movies. Mm. Yeah, sounds like we need to have Nick Cage month a little more often. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see Leaving Las Vegas. I I would give this uh, thumbs way up. Oh, oh bring yeah. up the brooms, fellas! Way up, Marty score. Nikki Cage, bringing it the heat, 1999. Robert Richardson, bringing the trippiest cinematography you've ever seen to car shots of all time. And there's no reason why they're getting bathed in that white light. There's no reason why the city should be making them glow like that, but you accept it. Paul Schrader's script is an underrated script. I feel like it's so good. I mean, it's the 90s taxi driver. I don't know. It's... I guess it's too dark for people and it's just like, it's too trippy, but I don't know. This, this is my kind of movie for sure. Dark, wild, coked out, um, redemptive, like equally symbolic and gritty, real character. Marty's back in New York. It's such an underrated Marty movie. It's crazy. I mean, I don't know if it'll ever get its due. I know Nick Cage even went on record saying this is one of his favorite movies that he's ever done. Like he's, yeah, like right. he said, it's like probably his best performance. You could, you could almost give it a film noir <laughs> quality to it, where like mm-hmm. it has this nighttime odyssey. It almost like the universe conspires against the character, and yeah, it has that kind of dark, pulp, yeah, like that pulpiness like a... to it too, where like. Uh, I'm trying to save myself. I'm trying to save everyone. like <laughs> yeah. it's true. He's yeah. almost he's yeah. almost like a doomed detective or something. It's so good. Yeah. Moon Knight. Thumbs way up. Thumbs way up the bum. Hell yeah. <laughs> so Sweep far it. up my ass. Oh <laughs> there it is. Alright, well 
Let's uh, spin the wheel then for to see who picks next between me and Anthony. <laughs> okay. Twenty bucks says it's Mark. You want to just flip a coin? I got this wheel right here. Between me and Anthony. Oh, Spin I got this in. wheel right here. <laughs> Don't get us too excited. Oh, oh my god! Oh. Holy shit! Wow. Anthony gets it for the first time. Mark is picking last. Wow! Yeah, it's this has never happened before. Yeah, I gotta start rigging the wheel again. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta start rigging this wheel Better again. Better weigh it down a little more. <laughs> nice. All right, Anthony. All right, All Anthony. Right. What are you picking? This is your time to shine. Best best Nick Cage movie. A phobic <laughs> con artist and his protege are on the verge of pulling off a lucrative swindle when their former's teenage daughter arrives unexpectedly <laughs> directed by ridley scott baby we're watching matchstick oh. men nice fuck nice, yeah. yeah nice yeah i haven't seen matchstick men in a while so that's yeah. awesome i haven't seen I this in a long time and um, i wonder if it holds up yeah yeah right i mean, I mean sam I mean, rockwell sure it has to right yeah sam rockwell and nick cage that's me sam rockwell is the, by ridley the scott. undisputed scene stealer of all time yeah Let's see, let's see him go up against Nick Cage then. Oh, yeah. I'm, already, I'm already calling it. He's going to steal the fuck out of this. So here's some movies I got recently. Speed Round. Oh, so never heard of that. Inspired oh. by uh, no, no. <laughs> inspired by uh, my newfound love for uh, Straight Time. I picked up Marathon Man on 4K. Oh, oh have you ever seen it? <sighs> no, I haven't seen it. Oh. But Roy Scheider, Martin or uh, Lawrence Livier, yeah. and Dustin Hoffman. Sounds oh, great. it's a classic. No, these are all movies I've never seen before. Lord's Olivier. 70s yeah. conspiracy thriller. When they were at the height of their game, the, the conspiracy thrillers. That one is so good. Another one that I'm looking forward to, a uh, little, I think it's like a little thriller with uh, Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones, The Fugitive. Oh, The Fugitive. <laughs> That's a classic. Those are yeah. like fucking never seen double features, Marathon Man and The Fugitive. They're both like like no, like Man on the Run yeah. movies. Nice. And then a kung fu movie I've never seen that sounds hilarious with Jackie Chan as a lawyer, Dragons Forever. No, never heard of, never heard of that. Oh, I haven't seen that. Look how thick it is too. It's got all booklet and stuff. 
Oh, Y'all geez. boys see that fitness? <clears throat> Mark just showed us his dick and, and then he's showing us movies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, gee, yeah, just look at how thick it is. <laughs> and then this one, Daddy's Daniel's going to be embarrassed that I've never seen. Uh-oh. I, I couldn't get it on 4K. Yeah. I, I couldn't get the 4K because it doesn't exist, but we got Purple Rain. Oh! Oh man, it's such a good movie. Prince just like watch that. runs up to people. He's like, "Hey!" Just like smacks him, runs away. Honey, I know, I know, I know. Time to change him. 